Hey friends, welcome to this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin, alongside Zach, Alex, and JP. In uh, each of these quick play episodes, we pull a game off our shelf and play it for yeah, about 30 minutes, and then we uh, chat about our first impressions, see who enjoyed it, who did not. You know, Hopefully this quick play will turn you onto a game or two that's worth your time. Uh, and if there's a game you'd like to see us cover in a future quick play, just hit us up on our socials and let us know, at Retro Game Guys. This time around, we're playing the Atari 2600 version of the popular arcade shooter Asteroids, released in 1981. So let's start things off on this quick play episode with you, Zach. Give us a little yeah, right. two minute history, please, of, of Asteroids. Sure. Uh, so Asteroids started as an arcade game in 1979. Yep. yep. So it's going way back. Um, and uh, it was developed by Lyle Rains and Ed Log. So not, Ed Log. Not Ed Lover. No, not Ed, Ed Lover. Lover. It was done uh, with uh, uh, by Ed Lover in his spare time. Uh, <laughs> so our listeners probably know, or quite a few of them probably know who Ed Log is. So he was a really influential programmer at Atari. He developed a few other uh, very important games, including one, Dustin, that you're very, very fond of, which is Gauntlet. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? Okay. <laughs> right, we'll move on. No, yeah. God, Gauntlet. Number one. Uh, the, yep. Cool. I like it. Yeah. So I'm sure that you would love to talk to this guy. And who knows oh, when we sure. do our gauntlet episode, right? So if anyone knows Ed Log, uh, dial him up, right? Let him, know, up. let him know that Dustin wants to talk to him. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> That's creepy so, sounding, but okay, yeah. moving on. Okay, right on. Yeah, so he was, again, really influential guy. Worked for Atari for many years. Um, recently, um, I mean, it's a few years ago now, 2011, he was awarded uh, an award called the Pioneer Award by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences for being among those who quote, laid the foundations for the multi-billion dollar video game industry. Mm. Um, IGN also listed him, listed him as number 43 um, in their top 100 game creators of all time. Nice. So, Where's David Crane on that list? I know, he's number one, of course. Probably. <laughs> no, no, it's actually, yeah, Shigeru well, Miyamoto. Yeah, and then Shigeru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Asteroids, uh, it was one of the biggest hits of an era that many call the golden age of arcade games. Mm-hmm. Um just some of the best games ever, right? We're talking Pac-Man and, you know, Missile Command and Asteroids and all these great games. Um, Well, to say that Asteroids was a big hit is an understatement. It sold 70,000 arcade cabinets. Dang! Yeah. (laughs) So Atari would make $150 million on those machines, those sales. And then, of course, you know, who else is making money, right? The arcade operators themselves. So uh, according to a couple of estimates here, arcade operators raked in $500 million in quarters from wow. Asteroids. Wow. So big deal. Um, yeah. And like we talked about too, if you grew up in that era, like we've said so many times, arcades everywhere, right? Yep. Asteroids machines yep. were everywhere. And then yep. when it came home, I mean, it was just huge. So the Atari 2600 port it was one of the earliest Atari 2600 games that were released on the system. Um, no doubt uh, it was going to be a hit no matter what it played like, um, but it played pretty well. And we'll talk about that. It sold 3 million units. Um, and if you think of that time too, where console gaming was you know, still in its infancy, that's a lot of cartridges. Yeah. Um, so at Asteroids, you pilot a spaceship that's flying through an asteroid field. Your job is pretty simple. You destroy all the asteroids and enemies on the screen. Try to survive to the next wave. It's one of those single screen games. Um, it features vector graphics in the arcade, more of a traditional pixels in the home version. Um, you can rotate your ship 
and use thrusters to travel around the playfield if you so desire. Sometimes it's good just to stay put. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also to try to get back to staying put if you can. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, it'll give it a little nudge. Try to slow down. Um, you can also warp to a different location on the screen, which um, sometimes is great. Sometimes gets you into trouble if you uh, reappear a little too close to an asteroid. You score points by blowing apart big asteroids and destroying the smaller pieces. And you clear all the asteroids, the play field resets and you start blasting all over again. Now, you lose a ship if you hit an asteroid or if you get hit by a UFO, which travel randomly through the stages. Uh, on the Atari 2600, they're only introduced in the higher difficulty settings. Um, but the game overall is pretty simple, as many Atari 2600 games are. Um, but like many games, it features multiple variations. There's different difficulty, like I said. Um, and it's just extremely addictive because you just want to get the higher score. You want to survive. Um, so a lot of fun. Time Magazine listed asteroids in their 100 greatest video games of all time. I'm sure, they're in many, many top 10 lists for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most recently, one up uh, the uh, arcade game manufacturer released an asteroid mini arcade with Lunar Lander, Major oh, Havoc, cool. and Tempest. Oh, as nice. Well. So that's a really fun one. I Tempest is one of my one. favorites growing up. That's yeah, cool. it's like the dial, you know, it has like a dial. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That's uh, awesome. Controller. Yeah. Um, so Asteroids, pivotal game, set the standard for what arcade games could be. Um, and it's just something that, again, so many people absolutely love. And uh, yeah, that's my two minute history of Asteroids. Eh, it was a few more than two minutes, but I appreciate your, uh, Three your valiant, effort. <laughs> valiant effort there. But, you know, as you say, you're totally right. This game doesn't there's not a lot to the game when you get into it, but we couldn't resist talking about this in a retro game guys episode because it is such a pivotal game. Uh, and so let's go right back to you, Zach, you know, give, give me some of your thoughts about asteroids, not just the, not the history, but you know, what do you, what's your memories of it? What do you feel about asteroids? Give me, give me yeah. those thoughts. Well, you don't want to hear the history again. <laughs> no, yeah, right. You know me, you don't want to hear five interesting facts. Uh, <laughs> right. I got 10. Right? I'm trying to steer you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I was a little young for the golden age of arcade games. Um, I know you guys probably never used young, my name. Young, I never used it. Right. <laughs> I know. Um, but, you know, you're talking, you know, early 80s, 81, you know, or 79. That's right. 79 in this particular case, the arcade version. Um, and so, yeah, I was only a couple of years old. And so um, didn't play it a whole lot in the arcades. Um, but the home console version, man, like my first exposure to Atari, I think I talked about before was Space Invaders, uh, but every person that I knew that had a 2600, you had like five cartridges at least, right? You had Pac-Man, you had um, mm-hmm. Missile Command, Defender, you had Asteroids. I mean, it was like these, you know, five or six games. Freeway. A freeway. Yeah. A lot of people had freeway, um, <laughs> but it was just, and you know, and the core space invaders or, but um, yeah, every person's house I went to had um, asteroids and I fell in love with it. It was just so simple and so fun. Um, and what I loved about it too, is that um, there was also um, great graphics for the time and sound like in, and even when you think about like what um, space invaders plays like, the sound of the asteroids blowing up the sound, yeah, the, the, the jaws like theme in the background, right? The, the of your ship, like the sounds are really cool. Like it's super fun. And I think they even, it even holds up today. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I mean, so I think fun. one of the things I love about asteroids is it's, you could do trick shots. Like if you, depending on where you're on the yeah. screen, you can shoot through the edge of the screen and come back around. Right. So like you get, yeah. these, you get these cool, like trick shots. I mean, I'll just chime in and say like asteroids is just, it's, it's one of those 
just like soul affirming games. I don't want to like talk, talk it up too much, but like it's a warm blanket. It's just, it's yeah, (laughs) no, but I mean like asteroids is one of those games that doesn't try to make you angry and it doesn't, and it doesn't (laughs) coming off of life force. Right, right, right. You know, (laughs) like it's not that it's easy, right? It, it, it can be a challenge. And one of those things that I love about these 2600 games, especially the early ones, you got, usually eight different versions of the game you can play so you can set yourself a challenge where you want to or you can set yourself no challenge and so asteroids is just one of those games and and you know i'm a slight bit younger than you zach not by much but i i didn't play in the arcades but but (laughs) it was one of those ones you know i'm a big atari 2600 uh fan I, i played that a bunch in my in my youth and it's just one of those games you throw it on and you just play it and and everything's fine like i don't know it's just like, it was yeah, always mindless entertainment like, according yeah. to the box by the way it says there's 66 variations of the game and so. some of them were like color and black and white i'm sure but like <laughs> but you know like right. it's just it's just what you want to do what do you want to do like you want to you want to blow you want a field with giant like seven thousand asteroids you can or you you can do whatever you want so yeah it's colorful too it. like it was i like the fact that the um, like you start breaking up the asteroids, right? And the yeah. little pieces start flying everywhere and you could see them coming for a while sometimes, right? Yeah. And yeah. you're like, and so there's this frantic moment where you're, you keep shooting at these little targets and you keep missing and it keeps coming closer and closer and closer. And then eventually, you know, it'll crash into your ship, but there's just this anxiety <laughs> that you can get, but it's fun anxiety. It's, it's, it's a, it's a simple, yeah, simple fun game. Yeah. And everyone, everyone should play this game. All right, JP, I'm curious because you're the youngest uh, of the uh, retro game guys. How did this hit you in your life? When, was that, did Asteroids, were you uh, too late for it or did this uh, come in your radar? No, no, no. I, I definitely played this game as a kid. I never played it on the Atari 2600. Um, really where I remember playing this was my godfather uh, worked for IBM at the time and he mm. had an IBM computer and I forget I forget what the specs were, but it was probably like, you know, 10 megabytes of RAM, you know, 50 megabytes of storage, you know, like it was amazing top of the line kind of computer. And I remember playing a lot of these games, you know, that you guys were just talking about on his computer. And I remember I'd go visit them. My parents would say, oh, we're going to go here. And I'd be like, oh, God, it's always so boring. All you guys do is talk. But then I remember he have his IBM computer and I would go play Asteroids. I would play, um, oh, God. Prince of Persia, but I think that was a little bit later. But I remember playing I'll that. Never be your Prince of Persia. <laughs> Sorry, come on. But <laughs> that's, uh, a cool, that's a cool game. That's that's a, that's a future episode right there. I think the, the original Prince of Persia was a blast. But some of the other games you guys were talking about, for some reason, the names are escaping me right now. But um, you know, um, this I remember playing Asteroids though, and I really really enjoyed that, especially on a computer that was kind of cool. You know, playing it on an, an old IBM computer at the time. Nice. Alex, round us out here. Uh, your thoughts on Asteroids? Um, yeah, so I played it again uh, recently for the quick play. And uh, I'll follow up your your comments, too. It's a warm blanket. It's uh, nice. It doesn't make you upset. Um, I When I originally turned it on, it was in, a, in, a, in an emulator. And um, I, was, I sat down. And I was like, okay, like it's an old game. I'm probably not going to enjoy it because it's so old. And after the first round, I was like, all right, I'll play a couple more times. And then before you knew it, you know, 20 <laughs> minutes goes by. I've been playing this game for 20 minutes, trying to beat my own high score and trying to remember how the ship flew again and stuff. And uh, 
yeah, it sort of sucked me right in. And I remember playing this game at the arcade too. So um, I don't have a bad memory of this game. This game is fantastic and uh, deserves all the rewards uh, and accolades uh, it's gotten. The thing I like most about the game is that this spaceship probably is the most accurate flying spaceship I've ever played in a video (laughs) game. Because you could go 360 degrees, the inertia keeps going, Mm -hmm. like it it flies as if you're like, as if you're in like a Gemini space capsule and you have to use your, your boost to, to, you know, move small movements equal, Mm -hmm. you know, long distance of travel, right? So you really don't have to be flying around a lot. You could move forward and then stop moving forward and your inertia will carry you. Did you guys like to move? I like to stay in the middle and not move at all. Because if I accidentally hit up, which is where the thrusters come on, you hear like the little, you know, and your ship starts moving. I'm always like, dang it. I don't don't (laughs) like to. So do you guys fly around or not? I fly a little bit. I like, I found that the middle, uh, maybe it's just, you know, anecdotal, but I I find that that's where most of the asteroids end up. (laughs) So like I tend to move (laughs) a little off center. And and park somewhere in the in what you might call the Lagrange point if you're a science guy, but uh, uh, but a little off off center there. Yeah, interesting. I, I do a little bit of both. I do uh, when you start the game. I, I like to start out in the middle and spin around, and then as the levels keep getting uh, further and further along, I like to. Um, my technique is I go to one side of the screen, I shoot across the screen, and I shoot against the green as the asteroids are coming at you. I don't shoot mm-hmm. with the asteroids. Um, I shoot at an angle. I like the, yeah. some reason the angle sometimes will give you better luck. Yeah. You know, um, but I actually like the joystick in this game because the arcade, I believe, was just buttons. And I always I have a problem yeah. with games that, you know, don't, oh, okay. <laughs> don't yeah, have a joystick, right. you know. And so to be able to, you know, left and right to turn your ship up to thrust and down to warp, I think it is. Um, simple controls, but there's something about that joystick that makes it a little bit more you know, easy to control. I think versus the versus the arcade, probably a lot yeah. of people will disagree with me yeah. there because the arcade is so you know it's probably the quintessential version of this or is. Yeah, right. Um, but there's but, something about that Atari controller that um, for some reason it just takes me right back to being a kid and, and yeah. having a blast with this thing. I think this this game is is another one of those that we've talked about a few times on the podcast with some of these games of. You only had so much memory. You only had so many things you could do. And what they did with that, with Missile Command and and the, the Asteroids and these kind of games, like they're such just like lovely games. Like, wow, like kudos to these programmers. Um, did such an amazing job. When I first turned this thing on, um, I was super stoked to play this game. I was like, man, I haven't played Asteroids in so long. And I just, I knew I was going to play it for hours and it's exactly what happened. And so I ended up getting uh, past the max score. So the max score is 99,999. And when you, when you get more than that, you'll flip it. You get a hundred thousand, you'll flip to zero. And, and when I did that, I was like, oh my God, I totally remember that as a kid. And that was a big, big, big deal being able to flip the score. Um, it wasn't so difficult, I guess it is an adult cause I just stayed in the middle and just like tried to shoot as much as I could, but um, but yeah, like they didn't even have enough like, memory or like, you know, whatever foresight to think that people would get that high of a score. Um, but yeah, this game, this game is super cool. And I recently picked up the box cause I'm starting to collect sadly, um, Atari boxes. Cause I think the art, cause the artwork is just, you know, unbelievable. And we've talked about the artwork of Atari games before. And, and even that, that wonderful book art of Atari, which everybody should pick up. Love that book. Um, but the Atari art is to me, one of the best 
looking covers in, in, in the, um, uh, the Atari games that were out at the time. Um, and one thing that when I picked up the box, I noticed that on the back, they had a, um, what they call a special feature. And it's a little picture of a bear. We might've talked about this a little bit in our moon patrol episode, but, um, I don't think it gets enough attention, which is, it says this game program contains additional versions for young children. And so there's a, you know, difficulty setting where the game is super simple for kids. I think that's super cool. And I remember a lot of Atari games having that and playing games now with my, you know, with my kids who are four and six, I really appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that a game can be simple and all members of the family can play it. So I really do. For sure. Well, as we wrap up here a little bit, I do want to give a little bit of a shout out. If you like asteroids and are more, uh, you know, used to playing more modern games, uh, maybe on your iOS, there's a game. Uh, that I've enjoyed the heck out of it that has the uh, asteroids feel, which is a game called Space Miner, Space or Bust. Um, hmm. Super fun game. Um, it's kind of like asteroids, but if you made it as an RPG where there's like a, there's like goals and like missions and different levels that you have to go blow up. But basically every level is you're a spaceship. You have to blow up a bunch of asteroids. There's some enemies you have to deflect and you have to get certain objectives on each level. Super fun. Uh, slight caveat, yeah, slight caveat that they've now put it in some uh, some subscription model. So um, I would, re- but I'm still recommending it enough that you do. If you're one of those people that can do the first month free and then turn off the subscription, it's absolutely worth a download for free for that first month and turning off that subscription afterwards. So Space Miner on iOS, such a it's fun super game. Cool. It's a great. It's a it's. It's one of those few games on iOS that I've beaten. I've probably beaten this game 12 times. It's so much fun. I keep Got doing it. I keep out. going back to it. Um, yeah. So And the the um, Atari version, the 2600 version we're talking about too, you can pick that up pretty easily because there's even yep. versions you can play in the browser. Yep. You know, because these games are so simple. Um, That's how I played and, it. <laughs> yeah, and if yeah. And if you're not really familiar with the Atari library, don't discount these old games. Like a lot of these games were ports of some of the best arcade games that ever came out. My kids played Space Invaders. They are addicted to Space Invaders right now. Yep. And it's just because it's so simple and so dang fun. So yep. if you haven't been exposed to the Atari library, I would say go find some of the, the quintessential Atari games and give them a play. Um, because I think you'll be really surprised on how well they hold up today. If you want to, if you want a good recommendation on Atari Twenty Six Hundred, uh, there's a flashback little uh, device I've talked about before. Hit me up on on Twitter at Dustin RGG. I can set you up. It's one of the best ways to play uh, old Atari games, and you get the whole library. It's fantastic, and it costs you maybe yeah. 40, 40 bucks, I think, for the whole thing. So, all right, guys, that's all the time we have for this quick play episode. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and it makes you want to blast some rocks out of the sky. Pew, pew, for- pew, pew, pew. <laughs> right, pew, pew. For Zach, Alex, and JP, this is Dustin saying, "Game on!" Until next time, friends. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.